Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hola y bienvenidos a la Juices Wild Daily Hustle. Soy Enrique Barrios. Presidente es la mejor cerveza. No abate por no filter network. Will the thrill not with us today? He is back on Tuesday. Though Miguelito San Dieguito, I don't know. He's just a ghost at this point. But each and every single morning, as you guys know, we come on here and not only salute our boys, but we salute each and every one of you properly. Yes, 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 yes. Woo! Remember this, folks, when we are juiceful, we are useful. And when we are juiceless, we are fucking useless. It's as simple as that. A very pleasant good morning to you on the 23rd day of February 2024. Mm. Had a hell of a run yesterday with the... Daily Hustle 22-Day Challenge coming to a close, as well as the 48 on 48. It was a birthday mile tradition that I started in honor of the legendary Coach Parks, who ran a mile for each year of his birthday, starting at his 40th birthday. Coach Parks was a coach to the celebrities, basically. Joe Montana, Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig, goes on and on and on coached Menlo Athlete in high school, wrestling, football, was super close with my dad. And when I was a kid, I had the opportunity to work out with him. Coach ran from 40 to 60. Uh, so I think it was, it was one mile every year. Each year he would raise a bunch of money for charity. So I figured when I turned 40, I would do the exact same thing. And it was yesterday that I knocked it out for the eighth year in a row. Every year I've done it a little bit different. I think the first year I did 20 miles on the Western States Trail. And I mean, that was it because that was 2016, right? 20 miles on the Western States Trail as I was training to do Western States for the first time. And then I did 20 more miles around a track afterwards. And then... As the years went by, there's years where I've done it all outside. There's years where I've done it all inside on the treadmill. But yesterday was kind of a first in the sense that I counted the miles all off of my Apple Watch and the steps. So I woke up in the morning. I went outside. I ran a couple miles. I then came back inside, made myself some coffee and started doing laps around the living room, then went downstairs onto the treadmill, was on the treadmill until it was actually time to get back outside again 
did a big loop around the camp, probably 10, 12 miles back home, grabbed my pickleball gear, and then went down to the pickleball course where I played a three-hour session, which then uh, increased, I think I got about six miles. So you could get roughly two miles per hour. You got to keep moving, though. Like, those aren't easy miles to get because, again, it's a lot of standing around, but you do have this high-intensity back and forth. So once Kevin Euclid and I started playing singles, I could see the uh, steps really go up. I then took a long route home, got home at 42 miles, and then got on the treadmill and knocked out the final six. So just want to thank everybody who participated in the challenge number one, don't forget your flippy necklace. That's right, the double smiling Birdman. Uh, that should be your reward for participating in the challenge. If you participate at all, hey, again, uh, thank you. And for everyone who donated to Let Them Play Foundation yesterday, the last uh, time I checked, at least on the IG fundraise. Our goal was 2200 bucks. We were at almost 1400 So that's going to be up there for, I think, a few more days. So if you could so kindly donate to that, obviously every dollar raised goes to the Let Them Play Foundation. And we hand that out in grants that then go to youth activity organizations committed to continue to keep kids active and get them outside and playing. So, <clears throat> all right. The uh, daily hustle for today, non-existent. For the first time in 22 days, I didn't have to conjure up and send out the daily hustle, which obviously over the past 22 days coincided with a challenge. But I want to get into a few of the top baseball stories going on and then we will uh, wrap this up in a, I don't know, a relatively quick fashion because I got a pickleball match at 10 a.m. On that note, our title sponsor, Bet Online. Let's not forget about them. They continue to be your number one source for all of your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. Up to the minute odds, stats, trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile device. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use the promo code BLEAV, capital B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, the big story, at least that I feel, are that we have four unsigned top free agents. All four happen to be Scott Boris clients. You got Blake Snell, the Cy Young Award winner in the National League last year. Jordan Montgomery, who you could argue was as valuable as a pitcher as anybody in the postseason last year for the Texas Rangers. Then you have Matt 
Chapman, who is one of the premier third basemen to have ever played the game of baseball. And Cody Bellinger, the guy that was doing backflips in my pool. Well, these are Scott Boras' clients. And there's a fucking issue here because spring training started. Games have started. And these guys don't have a job. The article in Bleacher Report says Scott Boris is the biggest loser of the 2023-2024 MLB offseason. For the sake of argument, let's assume two things can be true at once about Scott Boris. The first, that he is a very good agent, which isn't a point anyone would actually argue against. A quick search on MLB trade rumors often returns over $9 billion worth of MLB contracts negotiated by Boris, and that's likely not a complete accounting. I saw a stat a couple years ago where they had all the top agents in the world from every single sport. There wasn't one fucking agent, not one, not one, that did half the volume that Scott Boris does. Crazy. That's how big and how powerful he is. All right. The article then continues. But then there's this second thing. Maybe just maybe Boris isn't doing his best work right now. This take could age poorly, but it sure feels right at the moment, though he's had some hits during the 2023-24 offseason. $113 million for the Jung-Hoo Lee and $34 million for Reese Hoskins. That is, his five best clients are still languishing in free agency is probably not what he had in mind. Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman, and I didn't even know this, he's got J.D. Martinez too. Wow. It says here, for the record and reference, these are contracts that MLBTR projected at the outset. Over $800 million. There's almost a billion dollars of players that he represents that are still unsigned. Now, where this has gone wrong, I'm not sure. Let's get into Bellinger for a second. It says, in between his MVP winning turn in 2019 and his comeback in 2023, he posted a 648 OPS and a one war. Okay, so I mean, if we want to start digging to find all the flaws with every one of these guys, That'd be easy to find. But the bottom line is Bellinger's coming off a monster year last year after his settled in Chicago. Snell, it says he may have two Cy Youngs, but in between those were four seasons in which he was only 4% better than the average pitcher. Even last year, he led MLB in walks. Montgomery says he's the Tommy John survivor who had a 34th percentile strikeout rate in 2023. Chapman, he settled into life as a 700-ish OPS guy. And then Martinez 
heck of a track record, but at 36, he's at an age where only three hitters have topped 30 home runs within the last decade. All right. It then goes on to talk about Boris having a tough market. It says, of course, it's not that simple as of now. Free agent spending is way down this offseason. Using sport tracks numbers, spending went way up from $1.4 billion in 2020 and 2021 to $3.2 billion in 21-22. And then up again to $3.7 billion in 2022-2023. But right now, we're looking at a decrease to $2.2 billion. I mean... Two players got a fucking billion. Between Yamamoto and Shohei Otani, that's a billion. So we spent, let's think about this. I say we just collectively as a Major League Baseball, all organizations, $1 billion on two players. And then there was another billion spent on however many players. But somehow, some way, we're leaving a billion on the sideline? What the fuck are we doing? This doesn't make any sense. So, look, I don't know what he has up his sleeve, but I'm going to defend Scott Boris here and say, I think MLB teams are off. Now, does he overvalue his clients? I don't know. I think he should. He should basically look at every scenario and then say, hey, look, this is what I think your max value would be. This is what your bottom barrel value would be. Ideally, we meet above that threshold, right, in the middle of those, so we get closer to the max value. But the bottom line is, you're only as good and you're only as worth as much as somebody is willing to pay. So if somebody's not willing to give Blake Smell, Blake Snell $300 million, it's just, it's not going to fucking happen. Now, if I'm Snell, I'm looking at this going, Yamamoto hasn't pitched a day in the big leagues. Got $300 million. I'm worth $300 million. Well, We'll figure it out in a hurry. I got to believe he, at the very least, will sign a shorter-term contract that would guarantee him over $100 million. Like, for all these guys, really. Even Bellinger at this point. It's like, oh, yeah? You don't believe that what I did last year was who I am and who I'm going to be going forward? Fuck off. I'll take a three-year contract at 25 30 a year and then I'll go earn my money again when it it gets this late this is usually where it goes via say for example the Carlos Correa debacle from last year all right you don't want to make that long-term investment fine but at least I'm going to maximize my short-term value so I think this is where it could be a win for the teams. I think this is where it could be a win for the players as well. Even Jordan Montgomery. I get it. Strikeout rate sucks. Tommy John survivor. That doesn't tell me anything. 
Tommy John surgery is supposed to last at least six years. So you got to look at exactly where that surgery took place. But if I'm a team that's in contention, let's just say the Texas Rangers, for example, I'd pay top dollar to bring him back for on a two-year deal. Why not? Now, Will Clark brought it up, and he made a very good point. When it's this many guys, and it's lasted this long, there's a thing called collusion that all of a sudden the bells start ringing and it's like, Hey, this is an issue. I don't know if this is the case. I'm not as confident, uh, in saying that as maybe will was only because there are flaws and there are deficiencies with these guys. And when you're making these long-term commitments, you just want to know you're going to get that production. The problem in the baseball world is that you always get paid whether we like it or not. In the past, you've always gotten paid on what you've done. And teams are like, fuck that. I don't want to pay on what guys have done. I want to pay on what we think we're going to get in the future. So there's now all these different models and algorithms and AI that's able to at least help us try to project out, considering the person is healthy, what you're going to get in return. So you know the teams, as the players and Boris should, be running these projections. So, look. The last thing you want is an Anthony Rendon situation where now he's owed $115 million and doesn't want to play baseball. That's a problem. At the same time, if you're a contending team, you have to do what's best. So it was funny. I read an article today about Cashman. They're not done trying to improve their team. But what does that mean for a Blake Snell? And then I read another insider article Basically saying that, nah, like this isn't, this isn't going to happen. So I just, where they are, the salary cap and luxury tax threshold and everything else. All right. It says, is all hope lost? Boris has, however, been known to snatch a victory from the jaws of defeat. Remember when there was panic about whether Bryce Harper would find a suitable deal when the 2019 season was bearing down. Well, Boris got him 13 years and $330 million from Philadelphia on the last day of February. Ah, okay. This is making sense now. He's done this shit before. And this was only one year after he secured a $329 million deal for J.D. Martinez, or deals, I should say. Jake Arrieta and Eric Hosmer all signed in February. Whereas it's hard to be bullish on Chapman and Martinez, there's still a clear spot for Bellinger on the Cubs. Owner Tom Rickett said he's waiting for whenever he and his agent are going to engage. But Mark Feinstein of MLB.com wrote in January that there's a widespread belief in a reunion. Snell, meanwhile, has at least one interested suitor in the New York Yankees, according to John Heyman, 
of the New York Post. Heyman also hinted at a strong market for Montgomery in his latest BR live stream. It can't hurt Boris's cause that there's pressure on these teams to act. The Boston Red Sox are getting pushed to make additions from Rafael Devers, as are the Los Angeles Angels from Mike Trout. And while Ricketts is playing it cool, Dansby Swanson and Pete Crow Armstrong have openly called for the Cubs to sign Bellinger. Pete Crow Armstrong, I love it. I mean, he was a rookie last year, dude. You don't want to get into this. I mean, you want to say, yeah, you want your boy back. But you don't want to start making demands. Mike Trout can make fucking demands. That's okay. Raphael Devers. He's got some dirt under his cleats. He can make a demand or two. And by the way, the Boston Red Sox, they're getting followed around. I don't think, I think it's Netflix that's doing it. That'll be fun to uh, watch to see how this thing turns up. Anyhow, look, the bottom line is, is that Boris has done this before. We just haven't seen it done with this many guys. I mean, that's five elite players. J.D. Martinez is one of the best right-handed hitters of our generation. And here we are already playing spring training games. And they're not fucking signed. And we're not even here at anything like they're close. So Ricketts is talking about how, yeah, hey, we're open. We want Bellinger back. We're waiting for his agent and him to engage. Ah. Yes and no. I mean, at some point, if you're Scott Boris, you can't just be sitting there, right? You got to be super proactive. The issue with the position players, and this is an issue. These guys need a bat. The pitchers, I think, could get away with it a little bit better just because they could throw bullpens. You go to high school or college and face live hitters. I, I don't think it matters that much but as far as the hitters you need your plate appearances now you can try to cram it in once they do sign between minor league and major league games where for example barry bonds used to come down and lead off every inning and take four at bats in the first four innings of a minor league game and then take off and leave and then go play in this big league spring training game where he's going to get another four so he's getting eight Live AB is not to mention you could do live batting practice sessions, whatever, but you need those. It's a matter of fine tuning your quick twitch once again. Uh, I don't know why I'm frozen. It looks awfully weird. Maybe it's the quick movements. Anyhow, just want to go over that this morning. I got to roll. Uh, a lot of love to everybody out there once again for supporting the. Let them play 48 on 48 journey yesterday. No filter network, obviously our title sponsor, uh, as well as KT tape. Where are they? We have the, let's see my left-hand corner, your right-hand corner, hit the QR code, had a nice piece of tape on my hip that just kept the blood flowing and feeling good throughout the entire process. And let's not forget especially as my voice is all eh, today. Our guy, Jory, over at tryverge.com. 
This is lemon, honey, ginger, and cannabis all put into one bottle of fucking greatness. And if you haven't picked up Flippy yet, go to ericburns.com. He is on sale now. Just 22 bucks. And while you're there, let them play a parenting and coaching guide to youth uh, sports. If you don't believe me, believe USA President John Gall that says this should be required reading for every travel ball coach in America. The beauty of the LTP philosophy is the trust, freedom, and respect coaches and parents are required to give the child a simple yet transcendent guide for today's world. John Gall, USA Baseball president, and here that is. So we'll be back uh, at you on Monday. Everyone have a fantastic weekend, and we'll keep you updated on everything going on in the baseball world and see if Boris gets any of these guys signed. It is just fascinating. I mean, literally, it's like he's holding a hand, right? It's five cards. All right, everyone. uh, Charge weekend. That's it. See ya! Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.